Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. Have you ever prayed for something so long that you actually got to the point where you thought, God's never going to answer this prayer? Uh, this is never going to happen. Uh, we're discussing what God's Word has to say about this matter of communing with God in our prayer life. And of course, over the, our most recent studies, we've studied what the Word of God says about asking, and you keep on asking, seek, keep on seeking, knock, and keep on knocking. It's one thing to quote that verse. It's one thing to even say you believe it, and it's quite another to apply it to your life uh, because, uh, frankly, we all get frustrated and we all get faint. We get to the place where we think God's not listening, uh, God doesn't care. Uh, we may not say it out loud that way, but we get there in our own thinking. And so I want to talk to you this week from the life of one of the great women of the Bible. We talk about the great men, but frankly, if it wasn't for the great women, we probably wouldn't be talking about the great men. And this particular story is evidence of that. One of the true anointed preachers of Scripture was the man Samuel. He was God's prophet. The Bible says that none of his words fell to the ground. And there are two books of the Old Testament that bear his name. And yet we wouldn't be talking about Samuel if there wasn't first a praying woman by the name of Hannah. You know, when we get to the judgment seat of Christ someday, I'm convinced of this, that so many prominent, very public people who've been admired and who have been applauded are going to have to step to the side while some of God's great servants come forward to receive rewards and crowns for what they did in the secret place. The great work is often not public, it's private. And so here we have a picture in 1 Samuel chapter 1 of a praying woman. And I'm reminded every time I see this that prayer is something all of us can do. Only a preacher preaches, but all of God's children pray. At least we should. Now the story in 1 Samuel chapter 1 is the story of Hannah praying for a child. You'll remember in verse 4, the Bible says, When the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina his wife and to all her sons and her daughters portions. But unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had shut up her womb. And her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. Uh, the repetition of that phrase is very important uh, because if you're not careful in your prayer, sometimes you make it all about you or you make it all about somebody else. This really is not the story of Hannah. It's not the story of Elkanah. It's not the story of her adversary. It is the story of God at work in Hannah's life. And I love this. God knew exactly what He was going to do. God was the one who withheld the child. God was the one who was going to give the child in his due season. And God was teaching not only Hannah, but all of us, a powerful lesson on the subject of prayer. And what is the great lesson we learn from Hannah's life? If I could put it in two words, it'd be this. Keep praying. Keep praying. When you think you're not being heard, keep praying. When you're tired and weary, keep praying. When you think the answer's never going to come, keep praying. 
When you wonder what God is up to, keep praying. When everybody else stops, keep praying. And that's not just the message of 1 Samuel chapter 1. That's the message of the whole Bible. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. Luke chapter 18 verse 1 says, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Ephesians 6.18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication. Acts 6 verse 4, But we will give ourselves continually to prayer. Romans 12 verse 12, Continuing instant in prayer. Luke 21.36, Watch ye therefore and pray always. What do all of these scriptures have in common? One principle, keep praying. You see, prayer is the one thing that God says we must continue, and so it is the one thing that Satan most seeks to oppose. Think about it. The only thing in the whole Bible we're told to do without ceasing is pray without ceasing, and yet, isn't that the first thing we quit? The first thing the flesh says, I think I'll give up on this, is praying. Most of us would rather talk to friends than talk to God. We'd rather try to scheme and, and think our way through some solution than we would to pray about it. Uh, we'd rather force our way through something and make it happen and get it done than we would to pray. Why? Because prayer is hard work and prayer is faith work. Prayer is allowing God to work. The Lord Jesus Christ, of course, is our example in this. We've talked about that already. He began everything in prayer, began His ministry in prayer. And then He continued in prayer. You see Him in Gethsemane on His face, crying out to the Father. And then He finished in prayer. Remember that on Calvary, He died praying. A friend, the Lord Jesus just kept on praying. And might I go a step further and remind you that Jesus is praying at this very hour He ever liveth, making intercession for you and I. If Christ kept praying, and if Hannah kept praying, then surely the great lesson for us today is that we must keep praying. I'm convicted in my own spirit that so many times I think I've stopped praying just before the breakthrough. Did it ever dawn on you that today may be the day that the answer arrives? Today may be the very hour when God does something out of the ordinary. And wouldn't it be awful if we stopped right on the threshold of the blessing? There was a great songwriter many years ago named Merrill Dunlop. Merrill Dunlop wrote so many great songs. But one of the little choruses that he wrote is, I think, very appropriate for our study today. May I read it to you? Dunlop wrote, I believe the answer's on the way. I believe the Lord has heard me pray. Cast not away your confidence, saith the Lord our God. Would you make that your own today? I believe the answer's on the way. I believe the Lord has heard me pray. Dunlop went on to write, Now by faith in Him alone I stand, firmly held by His almighty hand, fully trusting in His promise. Praise the Lord. You may feel a little faint holding on today, but I'll remind you that you're holding a hand much stronger than yours. Your prayers may be weak, but the one you're praying to is not. Your faith may even waver from time to time, but the object of your faith, if it's the Lord Jesus Christ, He's a strong one. And so wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, and whatever the great need and burden of your life, take it to God again in prayer today. Don't stop now. The flesh is weak. The world says try another way. The devil says it'll never work. But God says to us, pray without ceasing. In two words, keep praying. 
Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.